0: Okay, good morning, everybody. Okay, בוקה, טוב, it's, uh, it's great to be back. <laughs> I just got back yesterday afternoon <laughs> from Turkey where I was uh, teaching in a conference.:
1: And
0: this was a, a conference of uh, workers who are sharing the gospel..
1: All across Asia, not East Asia, but
0: the Asia that's closest to us.
1: So
0: these were uh, workers of the of the Lord from Afghanistan, from Iran, from
1: um, all of Central Asia
0: from Armenia and from Turkey and they were gathering together with their families in a, in a conference in Turkey. Uh, they, the, the stories they told were just uh, really an incredible experience for me. And I, I think for them, it was something unique because it was the first time they'd been addressed by a minister from the Messianic body of Israel.
1: But for example, the, the, um,
0: the workers from Afghanistan were sharing how less than six months ago
1: one of their leaders was killed while,
0: while teaching a Bible study.
1: Somehow
0: uh, their enemies found out the Bible study was going on.
1: The killers broke
0: into the house and shot the leader. Then they went upstairs and killed the children. And uh, the, the the believers were sharing out of their out of their brokenness about the presence of Yeshua in their midst. And afterwards, I, I told them, well, you know, we are praying for you from Zion. They gave me an Afghan
1: hat. Now
0: this is, I mean, this is the real thing, brothers and sisters. And I put an, I don't know, you know. I'm advised it's probably not a good thing to wear in Israel. You know, looking the way I do, they they might mistake me. (laughs)
1: Or 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 the
0: Taliban or something. I (laughs) I don't
1: know. (laughs) But
0: they did give me this handmade banner that says pray for Afghanistan. And
1: and you know,
0: I think it came as a shock to them to know that there was a messianic community, Jewish people, who would be praying for them. And
1: that
0: in the land of Israel, there's a one new man community of Arabs and Jews who worship Yeshua
1: together. This was was news, good news for them.
0: Um, I got to know one of the one of the pastors from Iran, and he shared how, over the years, seven of his fellow pastors had been killed one after
1: another,
0: and how he had lived for for months with the with basically the fear of wondering whether they would come to him. He's now out of the country and uh, ministering from Europe. I said, well, we'll be praying for you from Mount Carmel and he told me I love Israel I love Israel and give them all my greetings so I bring you greetings from the Guf HaMashiach in Iran And, and so it went story after story of these courageous servants of the Lord who are challenging Real
1: darkness. This
0: group had taken over, because it was hundreds of people with the families and all the children, had taken over a resort hotel in Turkey.
1: Because it's a nation
0: that they
1: all can travel to. And
0: in the off-season like this, uh, the prices are very, very low. But they
1: shared
0: with me one of the Afghan brothers
1: said
0: he thought that maybe he had gone to heaven. Because now he was in this big mansion
1: All the
0: food he could eat. Surrounded by friends. And nobody wanted to kill him. He he had thought he'd already gone to heaven. But of course, by today, they're already back or on their way back. so, having come
1: from this conference...
0: I really felt that it
1: was really of the Lord. Because
0: some time ago, Pastor Danny felt that we should re-strengthen and re-establish the foundational vision of our community and
1: the
0: topic that was suggested to me for this morning was a house of prayer for all the nations and so I'd like to talk to you for the next few minutes about
1: that you know
0: that Israel's unique calling is to be a blessing to the world this was on God's heart before there was an Israel. And he created our nation out of one man. Turn with me to Genesis chapter
1: 12 and let's see what he said. He
0: created Israel from this man Avraham let's look in Genesis 12 verse 1 now the Lord said to Avram, go forth from your country and from your relatives and your father's house to the land which I
1: will show you
0: and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and you will be a blessing
1: and I will
0: bless those who bless you, and the ones who curse you I will
1: curse.
0: And in you, All the families of the earth will be
1: blessed.
0: So, even before there was an Israel, God reveals his intention, his purpose. Later, when Israel came out of captivity in Egypt, and they
1: had grown into a
0: a vast people but in
1: slavery, God
0: met the people of Israel in the desert. And this is what he said to them in Exodus chapter 19
1: verses 5 and 6.
0: And I personally believe these verses are the roots of what we today call the kingdom of God.
1: Verse
0: 5. Now then, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you will be my own possession among all the peoples for all the earth is mine.
1: And
0: you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you will speak to the sons of Israel. So Israel was was chosen by God and bound to him by covenant as a kingdom of
1: priests. God became king of Israel in the desert and so Israel was the kingdom of God. Now,
0: being a kingdom of priests did not necessarily mean completely religious.
1: Because later,
0: when God chooses his priesthood, he only chooses one of the 12 tribes for a specifically religious purpose.
1: To be a kingdom
0: of priests, our nation,
1: God's choice for us, meant we were to be a model nation, an example for the other nations. A nation that would
0: stand in the gap between the other nations and God.
1: That's what the priests do. That we as
0: a a people, we Israel, we would represent the other nations before God.
1: And
0: we would represent God to the other
1: nations. We had
0: this special priestly chosen intercessory function. So
1: you could say
0: that Israel was chosen really as a servant nation to serve the world.
1: Or you may call
0: it a special apostolic function to to go to
1: all the world. But it was also a sacrificial calling. Because
0: we see this very clearly in in the person and the ministry of Yeshua. It
1: was
0: obviously God's choice to bring his Messiah out of
1: Israel. Yes, Yeshua, Yeshua is
0: our special our special gift to the world.:
1: I mean
0: he didn't come from Japan:
1: I'm
0: still kind of angry about that, but: But God chose Israel to bring forth the Messiah to bless all the rest of the world.
1: And
0: even as Yeshua was was chosen and, and destined by God to suffer,
1: It
0: was part of God's intention for him to die.
1: But
0: to rise again. And to to be an eternal example. So in in a similar way, in a
1: parallel way,
0: Israel has been a nation called by God
1: to suffer, to be scattered and
0: and scorned and persecuted, to, to die in the gas chambers of the Holocaust,
1: but to
0: rise again from the dead to new
1: life. And we have this
0: incredible privilege to represent this nation that is alive again
1: from the day.
0: So I see this incredible parallel between the calling of Yeshua
1: and
0: the calling of our nation. Take a look with me in Isaiah chapter 49. Let's look at how the prophets of Israel described the future calling of Yeshua.
1: Isaiah 49, verse 5 and 6.
0: And now, says the Lord, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel might be gathered to him for I'm honored in the sight of the Lord and God is my strength.
1: Verse 6.
0: He says, It's too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob And to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also make you a light to the nations so that my salvation may reach to the end of the
1: earth. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so clearly describing and looking forward, Isaiah is looking forward to this incredible ministry and the and the coming of Yeshua.
1: Read
0: another one of these incredible prophecies. Here, here in, in Isaiah chapter 56. And these words have a special significance for us in meeting in this sanctuary here on Mount Carmel.
1: Isaiah 56, verses 6 and
0: 7. Also the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps from profaning the Shabbat and holds fast my covenant.
1: Even
0: these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings, their sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar for my house will be called a house of prayer for all the peoples.
1: I guess
0: it was more than 20 years ago when we were challenged to begin praying about the the vision to build this house here on Mount Carmel.
1: And
0: I remember it was just a handful of us back then and we would come out here where the, where the hill slopes down
1: And
0: the previous owners of this property, that that was actually where they burned the trash. Okay, the trash was burned.
1: (laughs) And
0: we came out several times and put our faces on the stones and asked God to show us his will. And after a while, we began to hear this from the Holy Spirit.
1: Uh, And you
0: need to understand, we were less than a hundred people, probably more like
1: fifty. And we had no money.
0: But we did know how to pray. And we began to hear from God that this was big.
1: Bigger than us. And
0: so we went back to the owners of this property and we said, Well, we think somehow God is
1: in
0: this. And then when the land, uh, property, had all been, you know, they'd figured out how, how we could use this land.
1: And
0: we still had no money for contractors or builders.
1: I think
0: there were four or five guys in the congregation who'd built something. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So as
0: many of you know, we asked for volunteers to come.
1: And
0: over a three-year period, more than 500 volunteers came from 50 different
1: nations. And so
0: somewhere along the line in the process, we realized that this house would be a house of prayer for all the nations.
1: If you
0: have the time and go out, that door on your left is a, is a collage of snapshots from that building process.
1: It's been
0: so many years that the pictures are beginning to fade, but you can still, uh, you can still recognize some faces, but we were a lot younger then. Uh, But at the bottom, I think there still is a little sign that says, My house will be a house of prayer for all the nations.
1: That's
0: one of the foundation stones of our community. And it's because it was one of the foundation stones of Yeshua's ministry. I mean, he continually emphasized that he was called to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. (laughs) But time after time, Yeshua is reaching out to non-Jews and to people not from Israel. He speaks to the Samaritan woman at the
1: well. Which leads to a, a, a revival in her village. He tells the Torah scholar the parable of the good Samaritan.
0: He is known for his words to the centurion whose servant he healed. He told that man, I haven't seen faith like this even
1: among my own people. But I'd like you to turn with me to Luke chapter 4. Because in
0: this part of the Brit HaDashah you see something really clear about Yeshua's
1: ministry. Now
0: you
1: know
0: that Yeshua was born in Bethlehem.
1: But he didn't live there, and his his parents weren't from there. He lived in
0: Nazareth, up here in the north. And so he grew up in Nazareth and must have lived there close to 30
1: years. Then at
0: about the age of 30, he performed his first miracle in Cana.
1: And
0: then he went out to the Kinneret and, and used uh, Nahum, Capernaum, as his headquarters.
1: And
0: right away, right away news about him went like electricity through the entire nation.
1: It had been centuries since there had been a visitation of God. The people
0: of Israel had been crying out literally for generations. And now, here is this man with amazing power from
1: God. He's
0: walking on the water. He's multiplying food for the crowds. Reaching out his hand and the blind can
1: see. Speaking a word and the lame get up and walk. Thousands and
0: then tens of thousands of people were following him. It must have taken a couple days for the news to get back to Nazareth. And probably their reaction was something like this. Who did you say this man is? What? You must be the only people who haven't heard.
1: ما, אתם, כנראה, ה- it's Yeshua, Yeshua Min Nazareth. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean our Yeshua? <laughs> How can that be? <laughs> he seemed so normal when he lived here. <laughs> <laughs> My kids went to school with him. <laughs> <laughs> we lived
0: down the street from him for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing. My parents bought furniture from his
1: parents.
0: (laughs) He lived in Nazareth for decades. Everybody knew him. And so here, in Luke chapter (laughs)
1: 4, you
0: have the account of what happened when he comes back to Nazareth to preach in their synagogue. I'm sure that
1: on that
0: Shabbat the synagogue
1: was full. Everybody
0: went on that day. You know, even the kind of people only went once or twice
1: a year. You know, on
0: Easter and Christmas. Okay, let's look. Luke chapter (laughs) (laughs) 4, verse 14. And Yeshua returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him spread throughout all the surrounding
1: district. (laughs) And he began
0: teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. (laughs) He came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up and as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Shabbat and stood up to read. And
1: the book of the
0: prophet Isaiah was handed to him, and he opened the book and found
1: the place where it was written.
0: The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to proclaim release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are
1: oppressed. Okay,
0: so Yeshua comes in and He's invited to the Bema to read the Haftarah. And we know these words to be the beginning of
1: Isaiah 61. But of course
0: they didn't have the chapters and verses in those
1: days. But
0: everyone in that synagogue, it was clear to them, that's the messianic prophecy.
1: Why was it so clear to them? Why was it so clear to them? Well,
0: we just heard it in Ivrit. We heard it in Hebrew. Ruach Adonai alai, the spirit is upon me. Yan mashach Adonai oti, for he has anointed me. Okay. The the verb in that second phrase, mashach, he anointed. Adonai and. In the text is his actual name. Adonai
1: mashach me. So in Hebrew, if you're mashach by God, you are the one anointed. And the word for the one anointed by God is Mashiach. So basically
0: he read to them the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has made me
1: Messiah. Now of
0: course they want to know Well, how is he going to preach that in view of all these miracles that we've heard about?
1: And here's
0: what he says. We skip down to verse 21. This is what he says to them. In the previous verse, it says the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fixed on him. What's he
1: going to say now? Here's
0: what he said. And he began to say to them, today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing.
1: I mean, that is
0: such a clear messianic fulfillment and statement. I don't know if you
1: could get any clearer. But the point I'm getting to is this.
0: How did the people respond to that? How did they respond? Take a look in Luke. And there may be other versions of this in the other gospel writers or other occasions, but let's just look at what Luke
1: writes. Verse 22. And
0: they were speaking well of him and wondering at the gracious words which were falling from his lips, and they were saying, isn't this Joseph's son?
1: Listen,
0: it does not sound to me like they
1: had a problem with that. They're speaking well of him. They're wondering, man, he, this guy speaks
0: well. How did, how did you know, who <laughs> you knew? They're nudging each other and going, Joseph's son. What that means is local kid. I mean, how bad would it could it be for Nazareth to produce the Messiah.
1: Was this a a problem for them?
0: It would have been good for Nazareth. Maybe they would finally get some
1: respect.
0: Apparently, they don't have a problem with his pronouncement.
1: Uh, Maybe he
0: should have stopped there and taken an offering. (laughs)
1: Because they didn't like what he said next. Okay,
0: what he says next, he uses two
1: stories from the Bible.
0: He tells them, well listen, I'm not finished. I have more to say to you. There were a lot of widows in Israel during the days of Elijah. But
1: the great prophet Elijah was sent to none of them. Only to
0: the widow of Zarephath in Sidon the Lebanese
1: widow. And
0: just to make sure they understand Where he's going, he follows it with another
1: story. And he says
0: there were a lot of lepers in Israel even during the days of
1: Elisha.
0: But Elisha, the prophet of the double portion, wasn't sent to any of
1: them.
0: Elisha was sent to heal Naaman, the Syrian general. Okay. two powerful illustrations of Jewish prophets, Israeli prophets who went outside to the nations.
1: Now, the same people that were so pleased with what he said a few minutes earlier, it says they were filled with rage when they heard these things. Verse 29
0: says, And they got up and drove him out of the city, led him to the edge of the cliff on which the city had been built in order to throw him down.
1: So what we see here is Yeshua,
0: the Son of God, the Messiah, the King of
1: Israel, calling his people back as Messiah, to the purposes of God. He's saying Is Israel,
0: we were never called for
1: ourselves alone. It
0: was always God's intention that
1: we would be a blessing to the world.
0: That we especially would be the nation to serve the other nations all over the place but you know and and I think the, the serious thing here is that not only did they not want to hear that they were hostile to the idea of
1: let me take
0: you to an, another instance where we see this mark chapter 11. Mark chapter eleven, beginning in verse
1: fifteen. This is
0: many months later, and Yeshua has gone up to Jerusalem.
1: And he's
0: ministering in the temple compound. Now, the temple in Jerusalem was something special. It was it was God's address. It was literally the house of God.
1: God he lived there. That's where God was. And in the
0: in the holiest of holies, there, there was His presence. Too holy to be approached except on one day
1: of the year.
0: And outside of that was the holy place where the menorah was burning 24-7. And the the priests, uh, the the family of Levi ministered there continually. Beyond that was the court of the Jewish people and the court of the Jewish women and beyond that was the court of the Gentiles because it was understood that this was not just the God of Israel this was the God of the world (laughs) and Israel had that special Priestly function you know, to stand between God and the nations. <laughs>
1: Elohim but the point
0: was that, the, so that the glory of God would go out from Israel to the nations. In some way we could say, yes, it was important that it was God's
1: house. But the
0: purpose of God's house was so that all the peoples of the world could could sense and experience his
1: glory.
0: So, Rene, put up that slide. <laughs> Eliel was so kind <laughs> to lend me this. Okay, so there you have that. This is an artist's idea of what the temple may have
1: looked like.
0: In the middle of the tall building, of course, that's that's the holy place and the holy of holies. That's
1: that's God's address. And
0: closest to it is the court of the priests and then the the, the in the foreground there's the court of the women, the Jewish women.
1: Um, but the
0: biggest space around it is the court of the nations because of course there's many more nations than
1: just the one Israel And, and the purpose is that they would come up too to worship Take a look
0: in Mark chapter eleven, verse fifteen. Let's leave that up on
1: the (laughs) (laughs) screen. And
0: they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were buying and selling in the temple, and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling
1: doves. (laughs) And
0: he would not permit anyone to carry merchandise through the temple, and he began to teach and say to them, isn't it written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a robber's den.
1: המקדש, להם, katov, b't there are
0: many who say that the reason for Yeshua's anger <laughs> was not just the
1: commercialization of the temple area. <laughs>
0: Listen, tens of thousands of pilgrims would come up several times a year to worship there.
1: They needed
0: the sellers of sacrificial animals.
1: Because they came
0: from all over the region.
1: Some by ship from North Africa. And, And they couldn't bring
0: a living
1: sacrifice with them. It could could
0: get lost or stolen or injured and then it would be unacceptable.
1: And
0: they couldn't use
1: their foreign currency in Jerusalem. So בירושלים. the thousands of pilgrims, they had to
0: change money.
1: <laughs> and they had to
0: buy sacrificial animals
1: there. <laughs> And
0: probably the sellers of doves were the most, uh, you know, there were more of them than any other sellers. Because the dove would have been the minimum sacrifice, the the least expensive,
1: all right? But
0: there were sellers of goats and lambs, even, even maybe bulls,
1: who knows?
0: I believe, as others do,
1: The
0: real reason for Yeshua's anger
1: was that the sellers had been allowed to take over the court of the Gentiles. They
0: had turned the court of the Gentiles into like a bazaar. And the message was the the foreigners really don't count. They don't matter.
1: You
0: see, what had happened in, in, in Israel was it had all become centered on basically
1: self.
0: They had taken the privilege and the honor of serving God and turned it into an exclusive club they
1: said where are the priests where are the ones inside the barrier they
0: they put up signs that said crossing this barrier for a Gentile is on pain of death.
1: And so, of course,
0: when Yeshua became the sacrifice, the veil inside of God's house was
1: torn. Inviting
0: all who believe with a sincere heart. Inviting us to enter his
1: presence. And
0: Paul writes about the, the barrier, the partition being broken down. That's the partition
1: he's talking
0: about. You see, really, you might say one of the major reasons for the temple was the court of the Gentiles. And so Yeshua was angry at the sellers for taking it over. And that's why he chose that particular scripture
1: to use. If if it was just (laughs) that
0: they were taking too great a profit, there were many other scriptures he could have
1: used.
0: If they were kicking back commissions to the high priest and his cronies, there were other scriptures Yeshua could
1: have used. But he chose
0: that verse from
1: Isaiah chapter 56. About the
0: foreigners who love the name of God and want to keep his laws and want to worship him.
1: God says,
0: I will make them joyful in my house. There will be always a place in my house for them. Because my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. That's why we, Emphasize the unique calling of the Messianic Jew. What a high and important calling. We want to see that calling restored in Israel today. And it was in that spirit, I believe that, that it was an honor to me to to minister to these workers last week. To to be one little element from Messianic Israel, to show them the word really does come from Zion.
1: And to tell them, we're praying for you, and it's not just an option, it's our calling. And we, and us, and we, we
0: understand from Romans chapter 11, verse 29, the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable.
1: And
0: of course, Paul is speaking directly about Israel in those
1: verses. What he means is
0: God will not change his mind about why he selected Israel.
1: Okay, in the past, we were like a Jonah nation. In
0: the days of Yeshua, we chose not to be chosen. We went into the belly of the sea monster
1: for a long time. Just like Jonah, but now we're back. And you know, if you read the prophet Jonah, which is read every year in our synagogues, on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, you'll
0: realize that God said to Yonah exactly the same thing the second time that he
1: said the first.
0: Go to the nations and preach my word to them. Go to the nations, even your enemies. I'd like to finish with this word from Isaiah.
1: Because I believe
0: there's an intense, incredible blessing when we do this. there's an
1: intense, incredible blessing when we do this. Take a
0: look in verse 1. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you.
1: Nations
0: will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes around about and see they all gather together. They come to you. Your sons will come from afar. Your daughters will be carried in their arms.
1: Then
0: you will see and be radiant and your heart will thrill and rejoice because the abundance of the sea will be turned to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. As we, in Keilat Carmel lift up the name of Yeshua in Israel
1: today,
0: God's light is shining upon us. But then, as we allow that light to go from us to the
1: nations, I believe we begin to discover our call. I in the light that
0: of God that is reflected
1: back to us from them. I mean, listen, I'm a Bible teacher. I go out to teach. If there's no one to teach, what use am I?
0: But but when, when I, I come
1: out from Zion to bring them the word of God, and they say, thank you, thank you, I begin to discover who I am. <laughs> I'm their teacher. <laughs> Listen, so it is with all of us. We rise up, we use our gifts, our calling. it's never
0: about us it's always about the ones that God gives to us to bless
1: and if we serve the Lord if we do our job his
0: light shines back to us and then I believe that this is God's
1: calling for messianic Israel we become the head and not the tail. Because
0: they lift us up. (laughs) They They lift us up because of what we
1: have given and who we are. You know, I'd
0: like to pray with you. In the year going forward and and the years ahead, that we as a community will never lose this as one of the foundations of our community. That again, in the years to come, the messianic body in this nation. Is going to start growing like crazy. And God has greatness planned. But may God. we never get to the point that they got to in the days of Yeshua. Where
1: they thought it was all about them. We need to keep letting that
0: light shine uh, in our personal lives and in the community. Would you please pray with me?
1: Lord,
0: I want to thank you for Kehillah
1: Carmel. karmel
0: Thank you that we, we never could have done this by
1: ourselves. You
0: brought people from so many nations to came alongside and lifted us up. You told us from the start, this house will be my house, my house of prayer for all the nations.
1: Lord, help us to keep that light burning. Not only on this altar, but
0: On the altars of our
1: heart. Stir up the gifts in us. While
0: we're praying, how many of you would say this? Lord, I want my light to burn really bright this year.
1: Give
0: me more to give.
1: You give me more,
0: I'll give
1: more. Give me more. Raise your hand, I want to pray for you.